coworker and I were recently talking about our favorite restaurants. When I had to confess, I eat a plant-based diet. She was completely shocked. So here it is, my plant-based confession. You're listening to the She Kippie Podcast. Friends call me the Chic City Girl with the Hippie Heart. Welcome to your ultimate guide to millennial adulting. Hi, I'm your host, CH. I'm joined by thought leaders, cultural innovators, and friends as they share their insights on journeying through work, life, and play the bohemian way. This is the Chic Hippie Podcast. Welcome to the Chic Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, CH, the Chic City Girl with the Hippie Heart. Now, most people are surprised to learn that I eat a plant-based diet. Maybe it's because I live in the Midwest, the land of meat and potatoes. Or it could be that it's a diet that many people try but find it difficult to maintain. Whatever the reason, this lifestyle has worked well for me for about the past five years. And I want to stress that I began my plant-based journey the right way. I consulted my doctor before making any major dietary changes. Together, we developed a plan that has made this lifestyle work for me. My friends and family would describe me as not being the typical meat eater. And I'm very fortunate to have grown up in a family where my parents stressed the importance of eating a balanced diet. Yet, in my particular case, I always asked for seconds of whatever vegetable was served that evening. And my parents would oblige me as long as I ate whatever protein was on my plate, be it fish, poultry, or some form of meat. Yet, because my parents were really focused on us understanding the importance of eating a balanced diet, they also educated us in other ways. For instance, they would take us grocery shopping, not only to give input on the weekly family meals and show what we learn, but also to stress the importance of eating natural, non-processed foods. It was during these trips that we would also discuss alternative forms of protein and dairy to what is typically consumed in the American diet. And by my teenage years, I was already experimenting with eating various beans, lentils, nuts, and seeds, along with drinking and adding rice milk to my favorite recipes. When hanging out with friends, they thought my diet was a little bit strange, but... I'm not conventional and they know that about me. So I guess it's just part of my charm. (laughs) So I guess you can say that I always had what would be considered by some as an alternative form of eating or diet. So at this point, you're probably wondering, when did you make the transition full time to a plant-based diet? Well, as I stated before, the short answer would be five years ago. But the transitioning process was not that simple. I didn't go cold turkey. I didn't wake up one day and say, hey, I'm just not going to eat meat and dairy anymore. It was nothing like that at all. 
For several years prior to adopting this diet full time, I did a Lenten fast where I only ate a plant-based diet. And this fasting process was beneficial for several reasons. One, it was a try it before you buy it scenario where I got to experience how my body would react to adopting this lifestyle full time. And two, it allowed me to make a slow transition where I could eliminate or replace some foods while introducing others over a period of a couple to a few years. And I think I have been so successful at maintaining this lifestyle because I transitioned slowly. And I've had many friends who experimented with a plant-based diet, but none of them were able to maintain it for as long as I have. I was better able to incorporate these habits and mindset into my day-to-day and thus make it a true lifestyle change. Although I was pretty knowledgeable about eating a balanced diet before, now I have to continue to learn about new foods and their nutritional value so I can properly fuel my mind, body, and spirit. Now that I've given you a little backstory on how I adopted a plant-based diet, I think that the best way to continue this conversation is for me to answer some frequently asked questions about this lifestyle. People always ask, what do you eat? (laughs) Well, the answer is pretty simple. Much like many people, I try to eat as many fresh fruits and vegetables as possible eating organic versus conventional where it makes sense. But I also love frozen fruits and vegetables as an option. Especially if you're on the go, it can be convenient just to throw them into a blender and make a smoothie, which would be a great meal replacement. If you're away from home and not able to make your own smoothie, you can also easily pick one up at a health food store. I also eat a lot of beans and legumes. I love lentils and they're a staple in my diet. I eat whole grains. Some of my favorites are quinoa and barley. I also eat brown and black rice and of course I eat tofu and seitan. Now to me tofu gets a little bit of a bad rap but it's really good at assuming the flavor of whatever you cook it in be it a broth or how you season or marinate it so it's always a good option. That's more on the savory side, but it also is a great option to be included in desserts and smoothies. So by now, many of us are aware that there are different types of tofu. For instance, for more savory or meaty type dishes, you might choose to use a more firm or extra firm tofu. Whereas if you were using it in a smoothie or a dessert, you would use a softer or silken tofu. So there's lots of information out there about how to use tofu in creating dishes and it's easily accessible online. So if it was something you were looking to incorporate in more meals, you could easily find information and do so. Likewise, I do eat seitan or wheat meat. (laughs) And that's a great option that you can put in recipes that traditionally call for maybe like a ground beef. Now, I know some people have sensitivities to gluten and soy, so there are great companies like Beyond Meat that are making meat alternatives which exclude them. As for dairy, 
I know before I mentioned that I started my journey by incorporating rice milk into recipes, but now almond milk is my alternative milk of choice. There are also other dairy and yogurt alternatives. Daya is a well-known brand for these types of products. Now, I personally didn't consume a lot of dairy prior to adopting a plant-based diet, so I don't use a lot of these products now. But once in a while, I might get the urge to sprinkle a little non-dairy cheese on something. As I mentioned before, so much nutritional information and plant-based recipes are available online. So this is a great time to assume a plant-based diet because it is so accessible. A lot of these plant-based alternatives that I mentioned can be purchased in store or you could easily make them at home. So you just need to do your research to determine the best option for you. Of course, I did not mention everything I eat, but I just wanted to give you a flavor of what I could consume on a daily basis. The next question I'm typically asked is, do you get all of your nutrition from food or do you have to take supplements? Well, the short answer is, like many Americans, I do take daily vitamins. And this is where having a good relationship with your doctor comes into play. Before I assume the plant-based diet, when he and I discuss making this lifestyle change, we also outline some key supplements that it would be important for me to take on a daily basis as well. Then people want to know what happens when I have dinner with family and friends who aren't on a plant-based diet. Well, that would depend on where we're eating. For instance, if we're eating at home, I would typically try to prepare a meal where there are some meat and dairy options for them, but a lot of the vegetable, grain, or bean options could be consumed by both of us. Mainly what I would do is exclude using dairy or butter in those dishes, and that way I could eat them as well. Now when dining out, a lot of restaurants typically will have a few plant-based options on their menu. So I just call ahead, determine what I can order, and meet them for dinner. But if I pick the restaurant, I take it as an opportunity to introduce them to some of my favorite vegan and plant-based restaurants in the city. They're always surprised when they love the meal they've had. Likewise, people want to know what benefits I experienced from adopting this lifestyle. Well, I would say the brain fog is lifted. Prior to adopting this type of diet, I would normally experience food coma after eating my lunch, but now I don't really have that issue and I'm able to function pretty evenly throughout the day when consuming meals. Also, I just have better energy overall. In addition, I've seen a big improvement in my skin. Before I told you that I had acne prone skin, since adopting this diet, I've seen a significant reduction in the amount of breakouts that I have. Clearer skin makes this diet a winner for me. So I saved the best question for last. Would you recommend a plant-based diet to all? Well, you probably know by now, I'm not a one-size-fits-all kind of girl. So what I would recommend is that you listen to your body. Whether you enjoy Meatless Mondays or you want to incorporate a plant-based diet full-time, it's all okay as long as it works for you. 
I just hope that you learn from my experience that it's best to develop your own strategy when implementing a lifestyle change. Educating yourself and making the best food and nutritional choices for you is journeying the bohemian way. Thank you for listening to this episode of the She Kippie Podcast. New episodes are available weekly on iTunes. So subscribe and leave a comment letting us know how you're enjoying the show. To learn more about this podcast and your host, CH, follow us on Instagram at SheKippyPodcast and online at SheKippyPodcast.com. Always as in parting, journey through work, life, and play the Bohemian way.